Of all the characters I've ever done theories about, perhaps none is more hashtag relatable than Dib from Invader Zim. My name is Dib Membrane. I'm 12 years old, and I'm all that stands between Zim and the annihilation of our world. This poor kid's a theorist after my own heart. Oh sure, he sounds like a raving lunatic, but he's proven time and time again to be right about some of the universe's greatest mysteries, including the existence of aliens. Am I the only one here who sees the aliens sitting in class? Right there! You're crazy. What about his horrible green head? It's a skin condition. Plus, he wears a cool jacket. You all know how I feel about cool jackets. <laughs> Welcome to Film Theory, the show that's basically me pulling a dib for like 15 minutes every week. You see? Actual proof that all the things I've been saying are actually right! As you might be able to tell, today's theory is all about everyone's favorite invader, Zim. I am Zim! I am Zim! I am Zim! I am Groot! After the original Netflix movie Enter the Florpus came out in 2019, I wanted to do a Zim theory, but nothing I thought of at the time worked out. And yet, there was something there. Something that stuck with me in the back of my mind like, like some kind of small, insane robot. But then, here at the top of the year, it all finally clicked. It clicked! After re-watching the series again, I think there's been a secret hiding in Invader Zim from the very beginning. A secret that turns the show's entire premise on its head. A secret that unlike most of our theories, I think is actually intentional by the creators of the show. Today, I'm gonna prove to you that Professor Membrane, Earth's most renowned human person scientist and father of the proto-matpat known as Dib, is actually an alien just like Zim himself. And now, the man without whom this world falls into chaos and the inventor of Super Toast, Professor Membrane! Now, admittedly, I'm a bit late to the party. Invader Zim's been off the air longer than I've been making film theories. So let's just get quickly caught up with the story so we're all on the same page. Many years ago, the alien named Zim was put in charge of Operation Impending Doom, a plan by the Urken race to invade many planets. Let us rain some doom down upon the filthy heads of our doomed enemies. Bad news is, Zim's enthusiasm was so overwhelming that he launched his attack on the home planet. As a result, Zim gets banished to the planet Food Cortia, where he's set to serve fast food for the rest of his life. However, when he hears of Operation Impending Doom 2, he decides to quit being banished so he can lead another invasion. The Urken Society is led by their tallest members, known as the Almighty Tallest. When the Tallest see that Zim has returned, they decide to really get him out of their hair and send him to an unknown planet, later revealed as Earth. When he arrives at Earth, Zim attempts to blend into society through some unconvincing means. While most people accept that his Green coloring is just a skin condition, one of Zim's classmates, Dib, sees right through the disguise. Dib, already obsessed with the paranormal, loses his mind trying to prove Zim's true identity. Throughout the entire process though, his own father, Professor Membrane, stands in staunch opposition to his son's efforts. So I find you here, son. You know not to use my tools for your parascience. As one of the world's leading scientists, Professor Membrane claims to have revolutionized every field of scientific study, and he takes a hard stance 
evidence against the existence of the paranormal. Membrane constantly tells Dib that his fake science is inferior to Membrane's real science, despite sometimes being presented with overwhelming evidence of the existence of aliens. And this is our first clue that Professor Membrane isn't all that he seems. Despite having a clearly scientific mind, he absolutely refuses to acknowledge any evidence of alien life. Beyond the typical things that other Earthlings write off, like Zim's appearance, Membrane is confronted directly with aliens and alien technology multiple times throughout the series, but repeatedly chooses to ignore it. In the episode Bloaty's Pizza Hog, which was FNAF before FNAF existed, Dib and his sister Gaz call Membrane from a working Urkin spaceship. No reaction. Later, in the Invader Zim movie Enter the Florpus, he's confronted with a garage of evidence, but again, declares it all fake. As a man of science, I need proof, and I just haven't seen- Proof? How do you need more proof than this? Everything I've collected from my countless battles with Zim, I wish just once you'd have my back. Wishing isn't very scientific, son. And it only gets worse considering by the end of that movie, Membrane is abducted by Zim, taken to space jail, and surrounded by actual aliens. Rather than considering all the possibilities of such a wild discovery, Membrane instead acts like the whole thing was just a hallucination. Well, that was very convincing. Because it's real, Dad! He even admits confusion over the existence of his alien doppelganger, Clembrane. I'm very confused right now but continues to deny the existence of aliens, often going on TV to make such a claim, even at the expense of his own son. What about that glowing thing? Look at it! That's no human glow! Possibly a weather balloon. Or swamp gas. It's almost like he's trying to keep the public in the dark about aliens for some reason. Now, one obvious reason for this could be that Membrane himself is an alien. First, let's look at his character design, shall we? He wears a face-covering lab coat with goggles at all times. And I do mean all times. He's been dressed this way since he was a child. It's very similar in look to what we see members of the Urkin race wearing on the mothership. Tall-necked collars to hide the bottom of their faces. And the goggles would presumably hide his alien eyes. It's also worth noting that Membrane happens to have the exact same hairstyle as Zim's human disguise, which the wiki refers to as a shark fin haircut. Coincidence? Maybe, but perhaps most tellingly of all is Membrane's lack of ears. The show makes no small deal about Zim's lack of ears identifying him as an alien. And he's got no ears! Is that part of your skin condition, Zim? No ears? Now look at Membrane. No ears. Maybe they're covered by the goggle strap, but that would just make it really impossible to hear any Thing and also be super uncomfortable. No, it is much more likely that his ears are just gone. And here's the kicker. The one thing that goggles can't hide is Membrane's lack of a nose. Nothing is there on his face. And we know for a fact that something is drawn in the other characters. All the other characters on the show have noses except for, you guessed it, Zim, the alien. Even the strange way Membrane chooses to emphasize words feels very much like the speech patterns of our favorite alien, Zim. It has been one day already, and the cure for Pigmouth still eludes me. Ms. Bitters, I have a mighty need to use the restroom once again. Now let's talk about advanced technology. The Earth of Invader Zim seems to be set in the early 2000s based on the gravestones that we see in the series, and yet human society appears to have much more advanced technology than you would expect from that era. Why? Well, it seems to be coming from Membrane Labs. Membrane Labs. Who wants a better everything? Throughout the show, we're shown that Professor Membrane is a combination of Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, and Nikola Tesla, revolutionizing almost every facet of technology on Earth. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And setting trends while he does it. The whole ignorant world watches as Professor Memory prepares to make the greatest announcement he's made since last week. So, is he just smart? Or is he actually an alien? We see that Urkin technology far exceeds that of modern Earth. Even an idiot like Zim can create a time travel device with a lab down in his basement, and he shows a clear disdain for Earth technology. This inferior equipment! Urkin babies play with more advanced toys! And we see that much of Membrane's technology is significantly more advanced than the average Earth tech. Even things like his kitchen appliances are either sentient or potentially deadly. Be sure to take them out of the can, or the explosion will destroy all human life! Now, advanced technology alone doesn't necessarily mean that he's an alien. The fact that his technology looks a lot like Urkin technology, though, does. A lot of Membrane's tech has weird vacuum tubes, bulbous shapes, and purple coloring, all the signatures of alien and specifically Urkin tech. In one night, Membrane is able to add an entire wing onto his lab to research Gaz's pig girl mutation, which is something that we know Urkin technology does. And when it's done, it happens to look a lot like the inside of an Urkin base. But it all goes beyond mere aesthetics here. Membrane Lab's tech is canonically Urkin. In one episode, Dib is taken captive by Zim. To escape, Dib needs to hack Zim's computer. And then this happens. I only hope the Urkins just happen to use the same operating system as me. Yes! That's right, the Urkins use the same operating system as Membrane OS, his father's computer system. How could the Membrane operating system interface match perfectly with Urkin Tech unless Membrane himself knew about Urkin Tech in the first place? Heck, how could Dib have found any operating system that could interface with alien technology unless there was already aliens on planet Earth? That just leaves us with one question. Why would Membrane be here if he was indeed an alien? After all, the Urkins only sent Zim to Earth Earth's location to get rid of him. In the pilot episode, we see a post-it note on their board where Earth happened to be. So they must have had an idea that something was out there, but they never got any hard evidence that it actually existed. It seems to me like they've sent someone to Earth before, and I don't think it was on a mission of invasion, and they never heard a report back. One thing that we haven't fully explored yet is that Urkin society runs on height. Two taller Urkins are in leadership positions, and everyone else is much, much shorter. You'd think that there'd be a bit more variability in the Urkin race, but there really isn't. Right now, you just have two that are really tall, and everyone else who is just really short. There aren't any in the middle. This seems to imply that the tallest actively call out other tall Urkin to make sure they stay in power. Now, Professor Membrane is quite tall, maybe even taller than the tallest. It's possible that the tallest, in order to retain their rule, sent Membrane out to Earth to get rid of him, just like they did to Zim. Only Membrane was smart enough to know what was going on. So rather than destroy Earth or call back to the mighty tallest, Membrane decided to conquer and rule the planet for himself. And honestly, this is exactly what he does. Once you understand that Membrane is an alien invader, things start to make a lot more sense. In this universe, humanity is kept stupid, fat, and helpless by the massive corporations, which are all owned by Membrane. His technology is ever-present throughout Earth, from the skiffs that they use to transport captured children in school, to the wrist devices worn by everyone on Earth. Even his commercials allude to a dark future where the technology turns on everyone. There may come a time when we at Membrane Labs stop making the world more amazing. That time 
is not now. Where Zim doesn't understand an invasion to be anything but reckless destruction, Membrane truly invaded and conquered Earth for himself. The new Membracelet harnesses that childergy tomorrow. Children will hold hands, encircling the planet in a peace unlike any the world has ever known! Those membracelets, by the way, have a weird added feature for a guy who doesn't acknowledge life on other planets. Son, the membracelet is just for running apps and world peace, but theoretically, one could use it to create a galactic stargate of sorts, yes? It's certainly unusual, unless, of course, it's a device used to show your final control over all the children of Earth. Earth. No wonder he was so excited for Peace Day. It showed his final and complete dominance over the planet. Tomorrow is Peace Day, and nobody is as excited for the big celebration as I am. I am not scientifically possible! So, Professor Membrane could very well be an alien that successfully conquered the planet, but that brings up the cruelest twist of them all, Dib. Dib is funny. Throughout the show, everyone, and I do mean everyone from aliens to demons, comment on his head. Who's that large-headed kid? I don't know, but his head is large. Did you conjure a big head demon to give you a big head? Man, that is a really big head. And not only is his head abnormally large, but it's shaped similarly to Zim's. We also hear talk of Zim's inhuman organs, and the fact that Gaz also has those same organs. Oh, my squealy spooch! Squealy spooch? Did you hear that, Gaz? That's no human organ. Humans don't have squealy spooches. I've got a squealy spooch. Oh, sure. This could just be Gaz being sarcastic, or it could be that Gaz knows and is comfortable with her alien origins and her alien body parts. Maybe this explains why she's Membrane's favorite child. We even have this one-off line from Dib early on in the series that never really goes anywhere and is never fully explained. I have vague memories of being taken on board of an alien ship as a baby, and I'm not sure, but I think they were doing tests on me. Trying to create some kind of genius super baby, perhaps? It all fits with this final little detail. You see, theorists, Membrane's children have no canonical mother. She doesn't appear in any pictures. She's not mentioned once by any character in the show, movie, or comics. No one questions her absence. This has led some fans to conclude that Dib and Gaz are clones of Professor Membrane, or at least were artificially created from his genetic material. And that is not just a theory. Eric Trueheart, one of the main writers of Invader Zim, has said that Dib, in a few future episode had the show not gotten cancelled would have gone on a quest to find out why his life was so horrible, only to find out that he was a clone of his father. And I think you can see where this is going. Dib is obsessed with his quest to prove that Zim is an alien. He wants to expose the world to the fact that aliens exist, and that, in fact, one is living amongst them, undetected. But the cruelest irony of all is that he himself is an alien. He is an alien clone of his alien alien father. Throughout the entirety of this show's tragically short run, he's trying to expose everyone else to the truth without once realizing the truth for himself. But hey, that's just a theory. A film theory. And cut.